Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Stoffer, Brennan Escott joining you. And this is Oilers Now. We're in the 630 Chad Studios, the city's south side. Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Brendan, I know you worked on the uh, new opening. It sounds great. Who else do we need to uh, send a shout-out to at this time? Our man Lance Fabiosa in the uh, in the imaging department downstairs. Nicely, nicely done. We're going to go straight to our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling. The Edmonton Oilers and Duncan Keith make it official this morning. It was, uh, I guess, officially broken on Thursday uh, at the NHL draft towards the uh, end of the first round of the draft that uh, Duncan Keith was going to indeed retire. And so uh, the retirement will take place uh, officially today at 1 o'clock. Now, we are going to endeavor to have Duncan on the show between 1.30 to 2. He has to do uh, both uh, Edmonton Media as well as Chicago and national media. So we're going to be working around a bit on today's edition of Oilers Now. There's lots of other uh, developments. Tomorrow, we are going to have a three-hour free agent frenzy show. It begins at noon. It runs until 3 o'clock, and it's going to be brought to you by on-the-level concrete correction. They're going to lift your concrete up on the level. I need the have them swing by the humble Stoffer abode in the city's south side. We're at uh, year number 19 in the house. And, um, well, uh, you know what? On the level might be uh, uh, critical to some uh, uh, ongoing success. Uh, coming up on today's show, it's a Tuesday. Now, Mark Spector is going to be down at the press conference today. Uh, full disclosure here, normally we would uh, uh, be there for that as well. But the Cirque du Soleil is currently setting up right now in Rogers Place. The building is blocked off with the exception of the Hall of Fame room. Mark Spector, Sportsnet spec for the horses and horse racing Alberta. They've got live thoroughbred racing Friday and Saturday at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. Parking and admission are free. For more info, head to thehorses.com. Sportsnet spec at 1235 today. The Washington Capitals, for you Oilers fans, have now become a team to watch. Yesterday, uh, and I guess it started really with Tim Peel. And, uh, Brendan, this is interesting to me because Tim Peel was the man that said the Edmonton Oilers were going to get Evander Kane when he was a free agent, declared a free agent during the season. And Tim Peel broke yesterday that the Oilers had offered a deal um, that was under $5 million bucks, uh and shorter in term and that uh, the go-ahead had been given, clearance had been given clearance for Evander Kane to start uh, negotiating with other teams. The Washington Capitals, for me, could be one of those teams. We know that Alexander Ovechkin uh, certainly pitched Evander Kane during the uh, course of the regular season when he was a free agent as well. And yesterday, the Washington Capitals made a somewhat surprising move, putting uh, uh, not qualifying Ilya Samsonov. So, uh, boom. He is... Uh, they don't have any goaltenders. Uh, uh, they, they, they traded Vanacek... Um, a little bit before uh, on the weekend to the New Jersey Devils, and now Samsonov is not um, with the Capitals organization, at least not at this time. And what that means is they're in the hunt for a goaltender, 
and they're believed to be in a hunt on Evander Kane as well. Of course, we have the Johnny Goodrow situation down in Calgary as well. That is one to monitor. Frank Saravelli, who is one of the most plugged-in men in the business, um, reporting the Flames have bumped their offer even further. If the Goodrow doesn't ultimately sign in Calgary, it is not behind my... You know, I know today Duncan Keith's retiring. I know the Oilers have their situation with Evander Kane. We have the situation with Brett Kulak. Frank also reporting today that it appears as though Kulak is going to go to market. It does not necessarily mean when a player goes out to market that he doesn't ultimately end up re-signing with the former team. But I got to say to you, Brendan, just from afar, for our listeners in Calgary and uh, maybe Flames fans that are in this marketplace, does it not strike you as a little bit odd that this is not done on Goodrow. Like, we believe the Flames have offered like $80 million over eight years for Johnny Goodrow. He played on an unbelievable line last year with Lindholm and Kachuk. Are you not surprised this isn't finished yet? Yeah, I, I am. I, I think that leaves it um, no mystery about the fact that it's not about the money with Johnny Goodrow. Because if it is, I mean, there's nothing more than Brad Trey Living can do than make him one of the, the sorry, the richest Calgary Flame of all time and uh, and one of the richest contracts in NHL history. So, uh, listen, if you're not re-upping after the year he just had, it's because he doesn't want to be in Calgary. Now, I read this morning that if he doesn't sign there, Bob, does that leave the door open for Evander Kane to go down yeah, the QE too? I, I'm, I'm going to give you another name that might make sense in Calgary, and that's Andre Burakovsky. Valid point on Evander Vander Kane, but I wonder whether or not they're looking for a little bit more skill if they lose Goodrow. And I would think that Burakovsky is going to be a $5 million player. Yeah, Brett Kulak, uh, you know, in a situation where he's going to explore the marketplace. Uh, yesterday, Jerry Johansson, and I did talk to Jerry a couple times yesterday, uh, Jerry Johansson at 1 o'clock, actually during Oilers Now, met with Ken Holland. Um, Jerry also took on Duncan Keith, which had a lot of us believing, uh, because those of you that sort of understand the business know that agents get signed on contracts um, that occur during their reign. And don't make, as an example, Jerry didn't make anything off Duncan Keith uh, coming aboard the sports corporation last year. I kind of thought Duncan might play another year or two, uh, but that has ultimately not come to fruition. There was a really interesting buyout yesterday. And I mentioned that... um, because do you recall, Brendan, it would have been during the 1920 season. We talked about potential trade targets at that time for Yesapoliarvi. And one of the names that I put out there and I said, I don't know what's happened to this guy in Florida, but the player there's something there with the player. Okay. And that was Henrik Borgstrom. I saw him play at Denver University. Todd McClellan's son, Tyson, played with him at DU. They won the national championship. He was an absolute force. And I was like, there's no way he can't play as a third-line center in the NHL. He ends up going to Florida in a deal where the Blackhawks also took on Brett Connolly's contract. Well, yesterday the new GM came in, and he bought out Brett Connolly, which was not a surprise. Uh, but then he also brought out, bought out Henrik Borgstrom, which I'm like, I don't even know why you'd buy a contract out at that price point. But he elected to go down that path. Just so everybody's aware here, I'd still look at Henrik Borgstrom as a potential. Uh, if for Edmonton, he'd be a fourth line center. He'd be playing behind. He's six foot three. Uh, he has some ability. I don't know what's happened. I have no. And for those, oh, Stoffer, you're a loser. You were wrong. You were wrong on Henrik Borgstrom. It's Chicago. 
who can figure out what Chicago is doing? They traded away a 24, 23, and 21-year-old player in the last three months, okay? They traded away a guy that exceeded expectations and in Brandon Hagel that killed it, that was part of their young core. Now, they got two number one picks and a couple prospects, okay? But that said, he was part of things. Then they turn around and trade to Brinkett. And then they trade Kirby Dock, which for me was the most perplexing trade. Now, you know, they, they, they did not qualify Dylan Strom. Uh, they didn't qualify Kubelik. And now they bought out Borgstrom. I don't know if it's all just on the players in those situations, or maybe we need to look at the course of action. So, yes, I, I personally, and I have not talked to Ken Holland. Ken Holland was down at the uh, early session today, at the 920 session uh, for the Oilers Prospects at Development Camp. Um, but Borgstrom is a guy. I know we've, we've talked about Dylan Strome. Would you look at him? It's going to be interesting. Uh, what we're going to do here at 1216 at Edmonton is tell us. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan at Brendan Escott. And... Our River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline is 780-496-0063. Saddle up for some great country. The River Cree, Tanya Tucker. Uh, coming up Thursday. That's this Thursday. And then Gordon Lightfoot rolling in October the 27th. Get your tickets now at therivercreeresort.com. What do the Oilers do if they don't get Evander Kane? Is there another 4 or $5 million target out there? We're going to discuss a couple of those names that might make sense for the Edmonton Oilers. Two guys that are right shots. And we're going to, by request, play a couple clips from yesterday's show. The new assistant general manager of the Edmonton Oilers, Brad Holland, assistant GM, head pro scouting, getting his thoughts. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline on um, maybe best of practices and how to grow uh, with the Oilers Now Audio Vault. 1217 in Edmonton, you're listening to Oilers Now. Suddenly, uh, I got to run on... Um, about eight texts that came in in a span of about two minutes. No, nothing's happening yet. 1219 in Edmonton. Uh, this text from Epstein's mother, Bob, you, you talked about forwards. You talked about the defense. You didn't even talk about the goal situation. Well, right now, uh, I would suggest, and again, we're going to have Al May come on the show at 1 o'clock. I think Darcy Kemper is going to Washington, and I think the Oilers are poised after the Matt Murray trade. Brendan, I'm going to I'm gonna bring you in on this. Um, I don't know about you, but... That Matt Murray deal, that if I'm a Maple Leafs fan, like you got to have a lot of faith in Kyle Dubas and the fact that they're bringing in Murray's coach from junior as well to be the goalie coach. Like they got to think that they can fix this guy because there were moments over the last couple of years he was awful. It just seems like they're willing to 
adhere themselves to anybody who was once a Sault Ste. Marie Greyhound. You know, like, let's, we understand we have the familiarity with this guy. Let's give it a go. But when I saw that news, I, I couldn't believe it. I had to pick my jaw up. And then I figured if I was a Leafs fan, I would be lighting my hair on fire shortly thereafter. That just does not seem like a, anything better than Campbell or Morazic. Yeah, it, uh, absolutely. All right, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we are going to get to some comments from Brad Holland, but we're going to tease you. Coming out of this, we're going to discuss a couple um, top six, legitimate top six forward options, but these guys are veteran, veteran players. To the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear, proud to offer on-site seamster services and embroidery. Get your workwear and have it customized all in one trip. Brad Holland was promoted to Assistant General Manager Pro Scouting. He had these comments on the importance and the opinion on analytics. Oh, I don't think so. I think that has to be, and, and, I, and I, this is a kind of a thing that people say now, you know, analytics is a tool, video is a tool, and that's, that's how I look at it. Uh, it's a tool that can inform your decision-making process. It's got to be a part of a larger discussion. Uh, I, I, I love spending time in the arenas, talking to people, learning. You can learn some amazing things by going to the buildings, but you can learn some amazing things by drilling down. And, 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 and really nowadays, I don't think there's a better time to utilize video or possibly ever in the National Hockey League. Uh, we have some amazing partners, some amazing video um, subscription services that you know we can watch almost any game, um, any professional game in the world within a couple hours of that game being played. Obviously, the NHL is a known quantity. You can, you can go on NHL.com and watch every game, I think, almost back to the lockout. Um, we've got some great you know, some vendors that do European stuff for us, college. It, it really is a golden age for information in the scouting sphere. And we're trying now, myself, um, uh, Justin and Sean Mahi, who I work closely with, my staff, um, we're trying to integrate this into what was already being done here in Edmonton, which, you know, I learned a heck of a lot of. Anderson, my boss, um, just retired. He taught me a ton. And, and, and we're trying to build now onto that next step and continue to grow this group into the future with, with literally every tool we can possibly use. All right. Well, that is uh, Brad Holland joining us uh, yesterday's show at 1222. And uh, Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you in Oilers now. Now, one of the things we talked about, given the amount of information and video that is out there in the National Hockey League, I mean, we have people that listen to the show that have dwelled in and dug in and, and uh, you know, got a tremendous amount of information on the analytics side. Uh, and there's video accessible for the NHL. And I asked Brad about the importance of scouting the American Hockey League and finding, uh, you know, the next Tanner Jeannot. In fact, that is a, an area I think we're going to really try and um, not exploit, but we're going to really try and push that avenue because it, it's, it's hard now with our salary structure, with the players that we have. I mean, it's a good thing. It's a good problem to have when you're, when you're paying players um, you know, a lot to do their job. That means you're, you've got good players, and we have very good players. And now it's going to be our job to find you know, cost certainty to a certain extent in the bottom of our roster. And, and you can't just go out and sign, you know, six $1 million players every year and then, you know, clean them out and bring in some new ones. But you have to, to, to grow this, you know, organically. And, and, and the American Hockey League 
Even the, the East Coast Hockey League, to a certain extent, I mean, if you look at some of the players that have come through there um, in recent years, most like Danner Janot was, was one that, that yeah. came through, and they did a great job identifying, putting him together. We, we want to follow that model. We want to try and find these players before they pop so that we can be adding, you know, really good players um, on entry-level contracts, on cheaper contracts, like some of the other teams in the league are currently doing. And that's, that's really where the value comes when you can identify develop and grow your own people all right so just to further this conversation brendan we had a discussion last year when archibald went on ltir uh with the erythria the the, the heart challenge that he had um we said go find players 1.5 million dollars or less and the first guy we brought up was Kraus, and then we brought up bastion and then we brought up nick paul in ottawa uh, and then i got tipped off on mason marchment and it was brad holland about six weeks before he popped, and he said, Stoff, I'm watching him play. It's coming. He's going to, and he had an unbelievable second half to the season. And now he's a free agent, and he's probably going to get three and a half to four million bucks. Um, so, uh, and in Bastion's case, it was while he was being healthy, scratched in Seattle, because I knew the Oilers were not going to get him in waivers. Don't forget, Edmonton was at an unbelievable start last year. All right, we've teased enough. Two right, so let's just say that Kane is the Kane ship has sailed, and I'm not saying that's a hundred percent the case, but that's just hypothesize here. Two right wings that have been mentioned, one name that's been out there, and that's Claude Giroux. Now a lot of people think Claude Giroux is going to resign with the Ottawa Senators, and that could very well be a distinct possibility. Last year he had 21 goals, 65 points uh, in 75 games. Still a very strong possession player. He is 34 years of age. I think he's looking for a two or three year deal. There is another uh, right wing that has a right shot that can play both left or right wing. Uh, that's an interesting guy. Do you, do you know who I'm thinking of? And he's probably going to come in about the same price point, and he's probably looking for a two- or three-year deal, and he's the same age. He's 34. And I'm going to give you all a hint. He's played here before, and that's Perron. Okay? David Perron last year, 27 goals, 57 points in 67 games. He had nine goals in 12 playoff games for St. Louis. Now, I think the, the word on the street is St. Louis has offered him a two-year deal. He's 34. From the hash marks in, he is unbelievable, okay? If Perron were to return, hypothetically, to Edmonton, that could end up bumping Ryan Nugent Hopkins off the first unit power play because guess where he would go as a right-shooting uh, guy that's comfortable playing left wing? He would end up on the left side half board. So just food for thought, Brendan. I, do you have a preference there? I mean, Giroux's unbelievable in the face-offs. He's great on one time and pucks on the... I think he's probably leaning... He's always played in the East. Perron has played his best hockey in the West. St. Louis, he's been there for three stints. Uh, he's, you know, was in Anaheim briefly. Was really good at Vegas the one year. And, I mean, he scored 28 goals with the Oilers in 14-15... Or in 13-14. Would you have an appetite for either one of those two players? Yeah, certainly. I think Giroux's, Giroux's got the higher pedigree, and with it, he's going to have the higher price tag, right? So, you think so? I, I do think so. Perron, to me, here's what I like about both of these guys, okay, is they bring a little bit of that nastiness yeah. that you're going to want. And Perron's done it in the Western Conference playoffs for several years over now. So it makes sense to me to bring him in here. 
I mean, if you take a look at Perron over the last four playoffs, at uh, the last three playoffs at St. Louis, so he won the Cup in St. Louis in 1819, seven goals and 16 points in 26 games. Then in 1920, they got knocked out in the second round. He had a point per game in the playoffs. This year, they lost to Colorado in the second round. He had nine goals and 13 points in 12 games. He's a good now. He has. To, he doesn't skate great anymore. I would say he's the poorest skater of the two. He could never skate, but he has gamesmanship. He's a greasy, dirty player at times, and I love it. I love that about him. There's not enough of guys like that. To, I, and again, I don't think the Evander Kane uh, ship has sailed. I do think you have to look at those two players if you end up going to free agency and don't have Kane done. And right now, that's the way it's standing for the Edmonton Oilers. You tell me what you think. Texas at 780-496-0063. Off to a global news weather traffic update with the legendary Eileen Bell when we return. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.